0: verdant north in today's episode nikki brings us a ginger mint hard lemonade caroline helps me randy with his plans for sun or shade and dan tells us about the willow brigade let's go it's verdant north hey, do- caroline. Do-
1: do- do! hi randy what's up i'm excited about this new segment today where we talk about actual plants in front of us
0: yeah i feel like it's a weird psychoanalysis but with plants <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm judging you i know um Randy, can you tell me about our listenership? You had an interesting comment about how far and wide we're listened.
0: Yeah. I mean, we apparently have, I think, a fan that's between England and or uh, uh, Australia. can't think of the word. Or a few. You know, you're out there. (laughs) Give us a shout out. Hello out there. We like knowing you're around, and we like revealing your uh, personal information on air about (laughs) where you listen from. (laughs) Uh, But...
1: (laughs) <laughs> this person's like, ah oh, shoot! I'm in the Secret Service. Yeah, undercover.
0: I I was just listening to them for a feeling of like home, and now uh, we blew their cover. Yeah, yeah. We were gonna reveal your IP address later. Sorry. You blew it. Boom. No, but uh, no, we have uh, some listeners from around the world, not just uh, here in the Midwest, which is pretty phenomenal.
1: Hey, hello everybody who lives outside of Minnesota. I appreciate you're listening to us, and we'd love to hear your feedback. You can write to us at verdantnorthteam at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook.
0: Or give us a rating or a like somewhere. Yeah, at yeah least,
1: yeah. And I know we do this at the end of the show, but I'm going to do it really quick at the beginning of the show. We're also doing a new thing that if you would like us to deliver a message on our podcast, send us a couple bucks via co-fi.com slash verdantnorth and we will advertise your awesome little haircut salon or your little garden center or you know we'll, we're open we're open to it so pitch us your ideas and uh
2: yeah let's see what we can do for you
0: i just want to say hello to somebody too let us know make them listen <laughs> so, to so, us
2: yeah, we do charge a little extra for personal threats but yeah. it's, it's
0: doable. It's doable. we will send dan to plant a tree in ominous place <laughs> yes. under your yard <laughs> <laughs> i will plant all the trees <laughs> Surreptitiously.
1: Well, we have a whole, we have the whole group here tonight. We have Nikki Lyons, Certified Spirit Specialist. You can't wave. Nikki, this is a podcast. I, I don't know.
2: you <laughs> <Like>, are <laughs> secretly taping this. I don't know what's going on. Well.
0: <laughs> Everyone has a wire.
2: <laughs> How will people know it's you if I don't introduce you and then they hear
1: your voice? Ugh, I'm just trying. Work with me here. We. <laughs> We've also got Dan, the man Hudson.
3: Hey, guys.
1: He's here with, of course, another tree for us, which is <clears> going to be great. But as always, let's start this show off with a beautiful cocktail
2: by Nikki Lyons. Hello. So, yes, I made another drink. Um, Use some more lemons in this one because I bought a bunch of lemons. So I figured I'd just squeeze all of them. So what is this? And so what? it's a um, lemonade. So I just made a fresh lemonade pretty simple. We were just discussing how it tastes way better than most like, like I don't know, like powdered lemonades or almost any other mm. lemonade. And it's really simple because it's literally water, lemon juice, and sugar. That's all lemonade is. So, <laughs> so squeeze some lemons, put in some water, put in some sugar, kind of you know, there's you can find recipes online, but it really just comes down to how sweet or how lemony or how watery or how mm-hmm. whatever you like it. So I just yep, made uh, something I, I did like a cup of lemon juice to four cups of water and then like a three quarters cup. Actually, I couldn't find most of my measuring cups, so I just used my third measuring cup um, twice. (laughs) And so whatever that is, two-thirds of a cup. (laughs) Um, So that's how much I put in there because that's the one I could find. And um, And then I added about to that, I added about... Eight ounces of Canton ginger liqueur. So Ooh. it's a delicious, um, yep, yeah, just ginger liqueur. So it's sweet, gingery. It does get, it's it a bit on the sweeter side, but does get a really good, like, kind of, you know, real ginger okay. flavor to it. Awesome. Yeah, not, like, kind of super artificial or anything. Comes in a pretty bottle. It's tasty. And then I also have this... Um, random yuzu citrus vodka sitting at home. So mm. put in a couple ounces of that because, in the big batch, not, you know, if you're doing one cocktail, don't do eight ounces of yeah. liqueur and two ounces of vodka and a splash <laughs> of lemonade. Like, do primarily lemonade. <laughs> like, yeah, I've been so, mixing drinks all wrong. Yeah.
1: No wonder my
2: liver is so, failing. <laughs> yeah, so I made this all as a big batch and then, like, poured it into a bottle. And in the bottle, I just put a bunch of fresh mint in there and then just poured that whole thing in there and brought it over here. It's so, delicious. so That's, it's. Yep, yep, easy to do for, um, (laughs) yeah, it's like you're having like a, I don't know, whatever... Just coming up here, like outdoor barbecue or whatever we're doing, like yes, summery, yeah, Summary outdoor yep. grilling, yep. barbecue time. Drinking alone on your back deck, whatever, <laughs> whatever you do with, with your days, <laughs> make a the big mint batch for yourself. It's
0: finally in the 80s yesterday, so yes. it's like, oh wow, we yeah. can drink lemonade. We can be
2: outside, yeah, no,
0: it's
1: amazing. It is amazing.
0: The fresh mint is awesome, yeah, it adds well, a lot to the lemonade. This
1: is mm-hmm. great. Well, let's cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers.
0: plastic clink, clinkity clink. Clank. Clank. Clank.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Oh, I love it. That fresh mint is like, there's nothing,
3: mm-hmm.
1: there's nothing Holy like
3: smokes. it. Oh, smokes. That's so
1: good. That's like the most refreshing thing I've ever had. And it's maybe because it's 80 degrees outside. Yeah,
2: but it's amazing. That's good to hear. Yeah, I was just kind of made it up today, and it worked out well. <laughs> I was looking at what I randomly had laying around the house because, as I said before, I have a lot of liquor randomly laying around my house, like 200 bottles of just things, and so. <laughs> can we can we name this drink? Sure. Okay, because so it's got
1: yuzu, ginger, lemons. Uh, lemons.
3: the squeezy bees. Yeah, Squeezy bees. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, well, Randy's big puppy dog is named Ginger. Yeah. True. And she's a good girl. Mm-hmm. Can we call this a good girl? Yeah, that works. <laughs> I like that.
2: Good girl. Good girl. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's good girl. I like it when you call me good puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I sing that to my dog, and she just wags her tail and smiles at me. She just gets <laughs> excited. And I'm like, it's actually a, a little she's bit. She's a B.I.G. fan, you know. It's yeah. just a little. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is a great drink. Mm-hmm. Speaking of mint, surprise friends! I brought you all little mint plants. So, Aww. Aww.
0: thank you. I Hooray. brought you
1: guys chocolate mint. Ooh. And they're they're kind of little now, but they will get big and awesome. Chocolate mint. I know I've talked about it before, but just to refresh everybody's memory, it is a variety of peppermint. Mm. It's more like peppermint than spearmint, Uh, and it's only called chocolate mint because the stems are brown, not because it has any chocolate flavor notes in it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I really like chocolate mint for its darker green leaves, and it's really light purple flowers that kind of look like fuzzy caterpillars, like it's many flowers Mm. on kind of a, a spike. So... I let that one go to flower and go crazy just because it looks so elegant. It's 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 dainty, and it's tasty. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, friends. Let's try something new here today. So, friend Randy, our wonderful sound man, has some planting he has to do today. Yep. Yep.
0: Wife is out of town. I've got planting to do.
1: You've got a plant. I'm excited. So. I was like, hey, Randy, do you want me to help you out with some of those? And he was like, yeah. I don't know what goes together. And I was like, I do. Let's yeah. do this.
0: <laughs> I, I do, you dumb son of a
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that out loud. You did
0: say one <laughs> <laughs> what in tarnation, though. <laughs>
1: what in tarnation? Well, let me go grab it. Hold on. Here we go. Ch-ch-ch. Oh, yeah. Cool. All right, guys. I see what we're working with here.
2: All right, they're green. They, they're they are. They are. <laughs> they are planted. They're in each in a
0: little. Cup. I know there's a tomato plant in there, and uh, there's some kale and some other stuff.
1: Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's start with this tomato guy here. So you have an heirloom tomato. The variety is Black Crim. So this guy is gonna. You're gonna want to put this in the biggest pot you can. Cool. Yep. And break off any leaves that look like this has already been pinched off. Yeah. Just, we're just going to break that off. And these first two leaves closest to the roots, Mm -hmm. uh, you can also take those off. And the little hairs running up and down the stem can actually kind of turn into roots for the tomato. So we're going to take off anything that looks bad and plant it like probably about six inches deep. Like from the bottom of the pot and then up a couple inches of okay. the stem. Yeah, uh, and this is the kind of plant that wants really a lot of sunlight. It wants to be in hot, bright sun, but it does not want to dry out.
0: No, lots of water.
1: Lots of water. If you end up having a problem with the bottom of your tomatoes turning like brown and leathery, mm-hmm. pull them off. I mean, blossom end rot happens to the best of us when we're trying to grow in big containers. So black creme, very interesting choice. It's kind of purpley.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's kind of pinky. So. Yeah. I like. Very good.
0: Hopefully it's delicious.
1: Let's see. What else you got here? Ooh, superstar musk Ooh, is that melon. a melon? Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're trying a melon.
1: Dan, we're trying a melon. Well, not we. (laughs) They.
0: (laughs) Us. I like to think us.
1: Okay. So this melon is superstar, your little seedling. Uh, The back says that it matures in 85 to 90 days. So that's a long game guy. Yep. And are you doing this one in the ground or in a container? In the container. Okay. Yeah. So when this plant starts flowering, Mm -hmm. because it's going to flower before it makes the fruit, I would probably only let this plant develop like two, two fruits. Okay. Yeah. Don't let it have as many flowers as possible or you're going to end up with very tiny fruits or no fruits.
0: It needs to concentrate.
1: Yeah. So we're just going to direct its energy to just like one or two. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. That's also a full sun guy.
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah. The tomato and this melon, I would plant in their own pots by themselves. Okay. Yeah, you have what's over here? Ooh, market more cucumber. Mm -hmm. Do you have any uh, tomato cages, Randy?
0: Um, yeah, we have a few.
1: Cool. All right. So I think
0: they're still existing. Yeah, I think they're around somewhere. I gotta find them.
1: Definitely a cage for your tomato. I got a buttload.
0: If you want any, I'll let you know.
1: (laughs) How many tomato cages is a
2: buttload, Dan? Um,
3: more than you want to (laughs) know.
2: I actually thought it was fourteen. I'm no
0: expert. Yeah, just above so. a Bubba Baker's dozen.
2: I'm
1: no proctologist, but uh, I reckon it's about. <laughs> okay, so this you have a Market More cucumber. This is kind of like a really classic looking cucumber, but it's a burpless variety, which means it will maybe give you a little bit less gas in your belly. Uh, that's what What? Bur-
0: <laughs> you just finally
3: learned about it? <laughs> There's a gassy cucumber?
1: Okay, so cucumbers I- and the cucumber skin, I think it makes a lot of people burp. And so that's why they developed these what? B- these burpless cucumbers. Why is that a problem? <laughs> I you not I'm serious who
3: goes oh I just wish I could have a cucumber but it makes me belch
1: you know what this coming from a guy who can't eat apples because they give him the rancid farts yeah come on well,
3: that's, that's like an allergy but no one's gonna breed me a particular
0: species of <laughs> this is damn this is, this apple is, this tree. is for the beano crowd you know? <laughs> I got the burps
1: so, they all got right. Their
0: own cucumber. If
1: you are growing a cucumber in a pot, I would think about giving it a tomato cage because then you can yeah. kind of wrap it around the tomato cage as this guy wants to climb and go crazy. Yeah. So very cool with cucumbers in a pot. I would probably eat them when they're like six inches long. Yeah. yeah. So they're
0: more flavorful and stuff. Yeah. Like to Grab them before they get too big. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. That's I what I thought. F-
1: I feel that way about zucchinis and cucumbers eat them when they're like small, small yeah. and tasty and it's like the right size. Don't wait until it's a, like the size of your leg
2: yeah.
1: and hard and
0: seedy. Yep.
1: Nobody likes that. Nobody likes it, Randy.
0: Take it outside. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, moving along, looking at this stuff. Oh, this rose? is moss roses. Yeah. I love moss roses, Portulaca.
0: We might be waiting to get a hanger uh A shelf one for the out for our porch. So I don't know if we want to plant those right away. But yeah, but I mean, knowing what to do with them. I think we had a pretty good batch last year, though.
1: Yeah, I really. Little flowers. I like them. So um, moss roses are a little bit succulent, right? So they've got those juicy leaves. They don't have your normal leaf. They're not going to wilt. Uh, quite a, like a, a normal plant well but these are definitely full sun and they can handle some dryness yeah. so a smaller container in full sun will be great for these yeah. and then um, you can actually save some seeds from them after they're done blooming you can Uh, grab the little seed pods and they have these little tiny black seeds Mm. and then you can use them for next year. Sometimes they hybridize and get neat little stripeys and stuff like that. Very cool. But they're one of my favorite little annuals. Very nice. What other stuff you got here? Alright. Oh, you got a four pack of gonfarina. I grow gonfra, so gonfarina, I'm not sure if this is like just a shorter variety or if we're talking about exactly the same plant. This one only gets about six inches tall, according to the tag. So Buddy Purple its a shorter guy. It's like a little, it's a short guy, because my gonfras get like three feet tall.
3: That's not short.
1: No, no. It turned into a crazy bush that I had to bungee cord to the fence, <laughs> so it looked less cool. But gonfras and these gonfarinas both have really cool little uh, globe flowers. Yeah. And they're um, an intense purple color. I, I think they're really great. I, I think they come in a red as well, but these purple ones are going to be cool. They want a lot of sun as well. You could probably put these gonfarina in the container with your uh, moss roses if you wanted to. Hmm. Oh, you've got one more flower guy over here. Maybe oh, two. Oh. Let's see. Ooh, Celosia. Celosia Pompous Plume Mix. So... <laughs> I, I, oh, you went to the extension master gardener sale. That's where we got
0: it. I was gonna yeah. Say, I recognize oh those God, labels. You guys. <laughs> yeah. You're oh. welcome. Yeah.
1: I love it. I had to, I couldn't go to the, the master gardener plant sale this year cause I had to go home for a funeral. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. And then you went there and got stuff and, and that warms my heart. My heart.
0: Andy got up early. Just to go get some plants.
1: I was going to go with her too. Ah, oh, Andy, you're the best. Is she going to listen to this? Probably not. But you can uh, tell her.
0: I, I bug her about it. She's like, I don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: it's like, yeah, I don't want to hear myself laugh in the background.
1: <laughs> That's a terrible reason. When you laugh in the background, I laugh because we both have a good cackle, okay? And there's nothing to be ashamed of. Anyways, these celosias. Oh, man. I. I to be fair, I am bad at celosias. I know that they need full sun, and they they are sometimes called like cockscomb, yeah, that kind of thing. You've got a mix of reds, uh, oranges, and yellows, which is really cool. And they have that like almost feathery looking flower plume, kind of yep. like a like a goldenrod kind of, you know.
3: I like to think of them as like a flame, like a plume of fire. A
1: plume. Well, it is called plume mix. So they got the plumes.
3: <laughs> like the other variety is um celosia crestata, I believe, right? And, that's crestata
1: the, and those are crusty,
3: that yeah, they look like a brain. Like, once once the <laughs> once that like fly is it a flower? Yeah, I guess it must be. Yeah, some kind of like aggregate something or other. But like, <laughs> once that gets like really well developed, it looks like a brain. It looks super cool. Yeah. Like a piece of coral or something.
1: They're super cool. I'm just... It's
3: a really neat plant. Yeah. I
1: just haven't figured out what makes them tick just yet. Yeah. Um, these are little guys. They're just little guys. So I don't... Uh,
0: don't make fun of them. I'm
1: <laughs> since they're this small, we may have to pinch the tiny flowers off. These guys look like... I hope that they these guys look like they're deciding whether or not they want to survive. To be fair.
0: Uh oh! All right, <laughs> very fun.
1: So maybe these guys go in a pot today, and you put the you save the moss roses for once you get your other planters you were talking about.
0: Yeah, we yeah we have a big one. I need to put some holes through for drainage.
1: Nice! Yeah. Oh, you've been listening, yep. Randy. So it's good. All
0: about drainage. Drainage. Yeah, probably when we plant, I'll take a hammer and nail to it and just puncture it. (laughs) Uh,
1: you got some calendula here. Nice. Did you know calendula flowers are edible? And people will make, like, cosmetics and oils and tinctures Mm -hmm. out of it. Um, Strawberry blonde, I have not. I'm going to have to see what colors these are. Typically, calendula are... Uh, orangey.
3: Yeah, like big yellow, yeah. yellow and orange.
1: There, a lot of people confuse them with marigolds just because it's like a orange flower, but they're more radial and less curly. Do you hmm. know what I'm talking about?
3: I have no idea what you mean, but
1: uh, but yeah, <laughs> you're right. you are definitely right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like a kind of a flat flower yeah. instead of like a poof, like a marigold is kind of right. like a, golf a
3: marigold ball. is more like three dimensional.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. With bad words. Globy. <laughs> you're, you're globy. Globular. You're globular. Strawberry blonde calendula. Very nice. This one can handle a little bit of part shade. Um, and it's also a really good cut flower. So, both the. Actually, you've got three different cut flowers here that make good dried flowers the calendula, the gonfarina, as well as the celosia. All three of those make really nice cut flowers. Like if you're going to dry them, hang them upside down, that kind of thing, you can make some um, dried flower arrangements. Mm. So you got you got that going for you.
0: I'll make Annie listen to that.
1: (laughs) And then the last couple of things you have here are yummy leafy greens. You've got Mm -hmm. kale and you've got spinach. Yep. So spinach, uh, that one's going to want a lot less sun yeah. than your tomato plant, for okay. instance. Um, spinach is typically like a an early spring, like yeah. a cooler temperature kind you of gotta guy. You got
3: to get it before it bolts. Yeah. Uh, It'll yeah. bolt at some point and then you just like pull it out, eat what's there and throw the rest away. Okay. Right. Whoopsie daisies.
1: No, you're, you're fine. No, there's it's nothing good. wrong here. I'm just saying this is one that you can stick in your dappled shade and that will slow down the bolting a little bit. Little bit. Okay. Um, When it gets really hot, like ninety degrees and stuff like that, a lot of lettuces and spinach like to whoop. You know, Mm -hmm. they just shoot up really tall, and then they can get a little bit bitter. So yeah, don't be afraid to like pot this up, see if you can get it to grow a bit more, and then eat it. If it tries to start just getting tall from the center, yeah, do what Dan said. Pull the whole thing, saute it with butter. Call
0: it names. Gotcha. All right. Insult, insulted? <laughs> insulted? You tall.
1: This is the Olympia variety. Interesting. Um, spinach, I think, is also, you can do from seed around here. Mm-hmm. But you ha- that's one of those things you do in spring or, like, the fall when things start to cool. Okay. Yeah. And lastly, you've got some winter boar kale, which is kind of a green curly variety. Very mm-hmm. classic. Yep. Uh, what I love about kale is that you, you have four plants here. That's gonna feed you like all summer. Yeah,
0: holy Yeah, I know. Uh, we had like two last year, and we were able to get like a, a decent amount from it. One every so often. Yeah, making yeah. clippings when they're young tastes yeah. good.
1: So you're gonna harvest from the bottom up. Yeah. Because these are gonna keep growing tall out of the center, and that's this is a leafy green that you, that's expected. That's yeah. you want yep. that. Um. So. I would probably only put like one or two in a pot. If you try to put all four of these in the same pot, they're all going to stay little. So if you want bigger leaves, you want a little bit less competition.
0: Okay, gotcha.
1: But as they grow up and up and up, you might be able to put something like your calendula or maybe some marigold seeds that kind of thing around the bottom because mm-hmm. it's just going to be kind of a naked trunk truffle a tree yeah that's what it <laughs> looked like last year for us. so yeah. if you want to utilize some of that real estate below where it's all just trunky yeah. stuff um, you could definitely do something like marigolds or, or something that can handle a little bit lower water okay yeah because your kale's gonna drink it up
0: wonderful advice
1: wonderful yeah Oh, you got some snapdragons, too. I missed those. These are just little guys. Yeah. Holy cow. These are going to be like 36 inches tall. Fun. And it says it's a bee magnet. (gasps) Maybe the rusty patch will come visit you.
0: Oh, finally. (laughs) (laughs) That hobo bumblebee.
1: (laughs) Awesome. This, This is a good haul, Randy.
0: Yeah, it's pretty solid garden material.
1: Good job, Randy and Andy.
0: Our patio garden this year will be nice, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're planning this today after the episode, do you want some help?
0: Yeah, for sure. I need it. Plus now
1: plus now you have the chocolate mint that I gave you as well. So yep, we got more
0: to plant. <laughs> Ta-da!
1: That'll be awesome. Yep. Yeah, great. If you guys have, you out there in podcast listener world, if you have some plants you've got some questions about, snap a picture, send it to us on Facebook, and Dan and I will... Totally go off on yeah, it. Think about it.
0: Yeah. We yeah. will mock you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Only a little bit and with love. So please do it. Talk to us. I'm going to put these plants down now.
3: How'd all you- that, all those plants makes me want to talk about trees.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dan. Okay, Dan. I see you're chomping at the bit.
3: I am tree chomping. <laughs> so... <laughs> I uh, did a little reading recently about willow trees.
1: Willow what?
3: Some of them weep. Willow who? Some of them don't.
0: (laughs) 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 Dramatic pause for such little.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me tell you. So I originally wanted to do a little bit here about the weeping willow tree. Turns out that's just a cultivar. Oh. The weeping willow.
1: Can you tell can you tell me what makes a plant a cultivar?
3: Yeah, so a cultivar is when it's not a plant that like grows in nature. It's something that we breed two regular specimens together.
1: Blasphemy. Like, nah, I'm just kidding. It happens all the time. And like make a thing. Right? Make it do it.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, so we are talking about the weeping willow is Salix. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's
3: Salix uh, Sepulcratis. Hope I'm saying that right. Actually, I don't give a <laughs> <It's>,
2: Watch your <laughs> Latin <there. yeah. laughs> Uh
3: And that was created from two varieties. So there's one from England, which is Salix alba. And then there's one that comes from China, and that's Salix babylonica. Okay. It gets a name like the Babylonia, right? But right. It, that's just like people thought that it came from there. It didn't. It came from,
1: uh, it came from China. Uh, so like it has
3: been cultivated in Asia for thousands of years. Thousands. Like the crazy thing about these willow trees is that, like, they grow all over the planet, right? Right. So like from Arctic to. Well, I won't say Antarctic, but like <laughs> close, right? <laughs> From pole to pole. From pole to pole. pole, to pole. Um, they grow everywhere. So, like, a lot of cultures have interesting um, traditions or rituals or ceremonies that involve willow trees. Oh, really? Or they have like superstitions and like folklore.
1: Superstitious Willow is yeah. the name of my new podcast, Without You.
3: That is an awesome name, Superstitious
0: <laughs> Willow.
2: That sounds just, really emo. I will sorry. listen to it. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Dan. Yeah. It's only
0: about the Buffy character, Willow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just about Buffy. <laughs>
3: uh, so willows are kind of like the Salix genus. It's kind of all over the place, what's in there. Um, weeping willows typically grow to be something like 40 feet tall. Nice. Um, some of the other varieties um, can be like 80 feet Dang. Um, they're kind of known for growing quick and dying young
2: so, Oh, good young they're,
3: they're, you know,
2: so emo. leather
3: jacket riding a motorcycle <laughs> and like crying their eyes out up to like dead man's curve or whatever it is anyway yeah um I've always thought these trees were just like super cool because of the wind in the willows. Like Mr. Toad and... Toad and Mr. Frog. Frog, yeah. I, just, Frog <laughs> I, I just think they're super cool.
1: Somebody was raised <laughs> on PBS. <laughs> 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 that was the most boring show I've ever seen in yeah. my life, but I love there Claymation. Yeah,
2: there's nothing cooler than wind in the willows. <laughs> Literally Thank nothing That
1: crabby <laughs> ass no
0: David the Gnome is metal compared to those dudes.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so willow trees uh, are also known for like readily taking root from cuttings Oh yeah, they're like really easy to propagate uh, you'll find them growing along like creeks or rivers they really like to be like Juicy. on the edge of some body of water okay. um, so like I said Babylonica Salix Babylonica was cu- cultivated for thousands of years in Asia and it was like traded along the Silk Road Mm-hmm. Like up towards up into Europe. Another interesting thing, like the willow tree, has been used for, like I was saying, like all these different like purposes. One of them is medicinal. So they used to make a uh, like a like tincture, and they used to make um like this extract from the bark oh yeah then they some guy like purified that into like this crystallized form and, and then snorted it well they're, they're, you're right and they did some of this and some of that and they ended up with salicylic acid which otherwise, is otherwise
1: like, known as
3: salicylic acid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in all kind of like acne medication like creams facial, and stuff like
2: face wash yeah, yeah. it's like uh yeah. So they use it to like expel demons back in the day or like.
3: <laughs> from was, out of their faces. Was, yes. From out of their pores. <laughs> yeah. Expel the demons.
1: Expel a
3: Um, So that, I thought that was an interesting thing. Um, they also used uh, used it to like ease aches and pains. Well, who knows if it did, but it like. Did. It totally did. It totally did. Okay. I believe you.
1: I'll tell uh, you why in a minute. I'll wait till you're done, though. I'll be real polite. I'll stop interrupting you.
3: No, Just tell, I let, tell, tell us now. Tell us now.
1: Okay, so willow tips uh, have a chemical compound in them that is very similar to aspirin. It's like molecularly similar to what's in a, a normal aspirin. Um, and you can actually take uh, willow tips... And use them to encourage rooting in plants by uh, taking the tips of the branches and putting them in water to make, you know, a juice, a willow juice, and mm. that water has the hormones that encourage rooting because willows root so easy when you just like cut off a branch and stick it in mm-hmm. juicy My ground. God, great Scott! <laughs> Sounds like
2: voodoo. <laughs> That's the power of voodoo.
1: Oodoo? do Remind me of the babe I'm sorry I love the labyrinth Oh yeah that's
0: right that David Bowie TV series labyrinth. is coming out soon Oh what on Netflix Yes or not Labyrinth sorry Dark Crystal but Jim Henson world
1: yeah get out of here there's uh, no David Bowie in the yeah, Dark Crystal sorry
0: you dumb is that the <laughs> yeah
1: Seriously. throw your cares away.
0: Ugh, yeah. full- I failed on that one. We're here. talking <laughs> Sorry,
1: about willow trees.
0: Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> a, a note on the wood of the trees.
3: <laughs> Very strong, tough wood.
1: Tough guy, huh? Uh,
3: but it rots really easily. It tough, rots like really quickly. But, but rotten.
2: Vulnerable. Yeah, like tough on the outside, but
3: just just can crumble so easily
2: tough, on the inside. So,
3: so some of the uh, some of the notable like uh, folklore sort of like old cultural whatever things about willows, right? Superstition? So superstitions. There you go. Uh, so in China. The willow branches are sort of, like, used to ward off evil spirits. Like, people will put it over the, like, gates or whatever. And there's also this festival. I don't know all the details, obviously. Hmm. But, like, there's a festival where it's kind of, like, All Hallows' Eve, you know, where it's, like, oh, the world between the living and the dead are, like, oh. closed or whatever. like, the spirits will cross over. It's, like, people will use willows and, like, you know, keep the and evil and spirits away. each other? No, I don't think they do that. Uh <laughs> In there's Japan... Like, that's
1: how you keep the, yes. the demons away. Yeah. Is you take a willow branch and... Yeah, that's just later um, at night.
3: Whip another person or...
1: The demon. Whip
3: oh, <laughs> if, they, if they appear in front of you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I didn't realize. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My neighbor's real pissed. <laughs>
3: uh, so in Japan, uh, there's this notion that ghosts will appear around willow trees. Cool. Uh, in England, there was... Uh, they're like folklore, or whatever. Is that willows are sinister, and that they will uproot themselves, and like stalk after travelers. Wicked willows. They're, they're like ends. These, evil yeah, ends. they're like these evil things, and maybe that's where we get the Wamping Willow from in Harry Potter. I don't oh. know. The sort of idea that they're these kind of evil trees.
1: Harry Potter. Who even likes that stuff? Just kidding. Uh,
3: <laughs> 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 they're also used in. Sort of all manner of like religious rituals and festivals and like spiritual ceremonies and like all this kind of thing, sort of like the world over. So I don't know. It's a pretty cool. It's a pretty cool tree. I, I initially started researching it to to find out about the wood, mm-hmm. you know, and be like, oh, is this a good wood to use for furniture? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not. But it's an interesting like cultural tree.
1: I'm wondering if it would be good for like kind of woven furniture, more like wicker.
3: There's a ton of, of, of stuff that people do with that because yeah. the the branches are so malleable. Yeah, flexible and
1: whippity. <laughs> whippity.
3: <yeah. laughs> and weavable.
1: The weaving willows.
3: That's what I got. That's my willow. That's my willow bit.
1: Did you know my favorite tree when I was a little kid was a, a weeping willow?
3: Is it because of the wind in the willows? Mr. Frog Tone.
1: No. no. It's because it was at Storybook Island in Rapid City and it was like it was a huge willow tree mm-hmm. and it had like a five foot tall kind of trunk that split into four at that point. Mm-hmm. So you could stand on it in the middle and you were That's completely cool. surrounded and enclosed by the willow branches you know gently floating back and forth <laughs> and it was right next to I think Winnie the Pooh's house or something like that in that cute little place but I I could climb it and you were hidden like a natural tree house so that's I,
3: pretty cool I thought it
1: was really cool yeah they're
3: cool trees yeah, they, they're really you. striking
1: I agree I one time planted the kind of curly corkscrew willow and um, on a patio for a brewery, I did two of them in big pots so that you would walk through them as pillars at the entrance. They just had oh. to water the crap out of them every day. Oh, I believe it. But they get really cool twisty twisty stuff going down instead of droopy stuff.
3: The corkscrew? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Corkscrew. Especially like, they're are they yellow as well? Like the fresh,
2: the like the young shoots? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: now I want to find a good deal on those again. I really liked that effect. I want it for my driveway patio. It'll be good. Thank you for lovely willow stuff, Dan. My pleasure. (laughs) And Nikki, thank you for this hard lemonade with ginger and mint. You are welcome. This was such a good episode.
0: Thank you for the advice again.
1: Oh, any day, any time. I like talking about plants. Turns out. (laughs) Well... I hope everybody enjoyed listening to this. I enjoyed making it. Randy, roll the credits.
0: Thanks for listening to Verdant North. Find us online at verdantnorth.net. Find us on at Twitter at Verdant North. And like us on Facebook by searching Verdant North. You can email us at... team at gmail.com. It's another good place to send us pictures of your plants and wonder what's up with them and how you deal with them, you know? (laughs) Uh, Listen to Verdant North on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Please like, rate, comment, and share the podcast. We don't pay for advertising. We don't have any networks backing us. We do this on our own, out of our own pockets. We're indie. Yeah, so just like us. It helps. If you would like to contribute to Verdant North, if you like us so much, you can donate it to us at co com backslash verdant north and like we said before you want to share a message with a loved one uh promote something that people from around the world apparently hears uh you know let us know we'll we'll talk yeah we will say what you want yeah contact caroline with any questions through at at north on twitter uh chat with dan Hudson and his weeping willow on twitter at at <laughs> <Adverton> dan <laughs> uh you can try to find Nikki's dogs on instagram they're pretty cool or dog excuse me yeah
1: Gives. just singular right, like
0: <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Marlin underscore Rando special thanks to Bree Edison and Dewey Vu for their graphic design and work thanks to Corey Hartoon for being our webmaster
3: happy birthday Corey oh, and
0: <laughs> uh, thank you to Minneapolis band Prozac Rat and their Volcanus project for giving us their tunes to use on the air it is very helpful and as always thanks for listening and always remember
1: it's okay it's
0: okay to kill plants and plant willows as long as it's not a willow yeah it'll come after you and it'll it'll
3: hurt you (laughs) we'll send dan after you